0: Conversation yeah. with H. My name is H, as you know. Back with mm. the panel, Justin, Julian, Alex, Bam, and Flora, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this side, we're talking about marriage, lust, and the church. Oh, bro, you,
1: you threw lust in there. Oh, you didn't hear? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you the big L <laughs> wow. wow.
2: big L oh, word. out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: We have, we're, going have, we're going to have an open, this is going to probably be a 10-minute conversation, but we're going to have an open, transparent conversation about oh, these kind boy, of things. Sir. So, uh, now, first question, first is easy. Um, How important in this day and age is it to have a strong male role model? Oh, definitely, bro. I think this it's is.
3: important because then you can see what, what you think a man should do or be doing mm. or see what... What am I mean, shouldn't be Yeah. you know um you know I, I had loads of 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 um male figures coming up as a youth and a lot of them not I didn't want to be like any of them, but what was good about having those people in my life is is seeing what I didn't want to become God, yeah. and what I didn't want to do mm. so there's there's a you know there's a, there's a it's a blessing in disguise almost of having that type of person that type of male figure in your life. But well, it's definitely important to have, um, you know, a strong, grounded male figure in your life.
4: When I, when I say strong, I don't necessarily even mean that the person's got it all together, you know, all the time. Yeah. I, I just, mm-hmm. for me, this and maybe for what Farah was saying, what sounds like he's saying, is the transpar- transparency of that, of that male figure. Yeah. That I can come and have that conversation and they're willing to share that knowledge with me. Um so you know, before I got married, I didn't even have counselling for marriage and that I didn't even have it. Mm. But um nah bro, No one ever offered it. We'll, we'll get we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. But um you know, you will hear people say, you know, boy just, just say yes to the wife to <laughs> communicate. You know I mean? like, like what what are you talking about? So for the last thirty years you've just been saying yes. You, you know hmm,
1: is like,
4: that right? I, <laughs> I, I, I need God. I need the transparency. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? I need that that's not gonna help me on the days when it's like when everything's going rosy and the bills are paid and the, the kids are fine and you know, I love you, you love me, you got a little lingerie and I've booked hotel, you know. When that's happening, <coughs> yeah, communicate. But what happens when you're like, Yo, I don't even know if this marriage is the right thing. Wow. Yes. Just say oh, yes. No. That that's not good enough in those moments. I need that, ma- that male role model to be transparent, to be like, yo, you- you're going to feel like this, you know, mm. this may happen. And this is what we did. And did- I need that. Otherwise, marriage is just, you get married and everything's a-okay.
3: I just want to say, when I say about strong males, I'm, I'm not talking like Diego rightly said, but hopefully we get a chance to talk about toxic masculinity a little bit. Mm. Boy, sir. I'd say for me, I've really benefited throughout my life
5: of having strong, Male role models around me. I'd say it it changes as well because when I was younger or when you're younger, I guess it's always older guys who you look at who you class as like like strong male role models. But I, at this age, it's my peers. Understand? It's 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 men like you guys who who I look at as role models as well as. Um, the older generation, and I think that um, having male role models around you is a way to encourage you to to do better as well, to do better in life. It's it's a standard that you want to meet, um, and I think it's it's a way that I I feel pushed, push. You know, I've I've learned a lot just by watching watching how other men do it. And yes, when my time comes, I'm gonna do it my way, yes. but I will be taking from yet me just just taking because at the end of the day, um, every man who I, who I look to is because they have nuggets them golden nuggets. That I think yeah, man, I need I need a piece of that. I need a piece of that. So for me,
2: very important.
0: Morgan's now. Oh, oh me,
2: oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I echo what all these men I said. Do you know what I mean? And I'm looking forward to when we get into the the toxic masculinity thing as well. Um, I think. Having a strong male male role model as well offers um somewhat of a protection as well mm-hmm. for yourself. Um, so somebody you can go to in in those times of need. You know, my one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs seventeen and seventeen. Where it talks about brothers born, you know, for a time for a time of need or or in adversity or for adversity, depending on what version you're looking at. And the reason why I say that is because the strong brothers around you, the strong fathers around you, genuinely you can go to to filter through what you need to say sometimes before you come back to your woman. Because sometimes some things in a rawest sense and the rawest form can't go to your woman the same way because you come in at a place and she's gonna receive it a particular way. So having those strong males that are able to handle the weight of what you're about to say, not judge you, and then give you the real and help you respond effectively is, is very helpful at times. And that's me learning as an, as an engaged
1: man of God. every man said pretty much um so good things and i think just it, yeah a strong man is important um I've, from my experiences growing up um having males that are strong around me not perfect um and i think sometimes the the notion that they're perfect and when they get things wrong it has a massive effect um is something that we need to kind of talk about, and you That's know, because um, I, I put certain people in a, in a in a position of like complete perfection, and when they flopped, it it mashed me up in turn. But I think strong men are important, and one thing that Justin said that was really quite key. I think as we've got older, my peers have become great examples of of manhood as well. Like every man in this chat. If I need to, I know I can go to them about something. You know what I'm trying to say, the married man in this chat, I know they can give me some real nuggets of information. You get me, um, fathers. Do you know what I'm trying to say. So I think as as time's gone on, the peer group has become somewhat a, a, a example of manhood and strong manhood, and manhood as well.
0: So why does pride? Essentially, we're kind of moving into the toxic masculinity conversation. Why does pride tend to be something that always raises head? For us as men, in practically most relationships that we're in, why does pride come into play? Can I can I speak for myself on this one? Yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's
1: obviously it's, it's certain that I obviously I, I struggle with in that. But I think one of the things that I've always struggled with in life is been I don't I don't ever want to feel violated. Don't don't violate me, still. The moment I feel violated is the moment. You challenged my manhood. Is this when
0: the toxic masculinity kind of comes is, in a little
1: bit? This, this is what I'm saying. And like the moment you've violated me, or I feel that you tried to violate, man. Me and you have to get on levels, because I have to do something to make sure that you know. Don't ever try challenge my manhood again. And that's something that I've had to deal with over time. <laughs> because otherwise, I just be right, swinging on everybody. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, why? Why is it? Why is it something that I deal with? I don't know. I think. Well to be honest, you know what? Let's 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 be real fam. Let's be real. Um, when I was younger, I got molested innit? it. Mm. I got molested at seven, eight. So um I think when that happened, there was an element of my personage that was taken, in it. Mm. And uh, and I think when I look back, I think that's where the the feeling of I don't ever want to be violated again comes from. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And I think for a lot of time in my life I have then sought to get that back. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Which explains some of the habits that I was going on with. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was always trying to get something back and assume control. And, and, I, and I think that even seeps into my relationship with God. Bro. Like, mm. not having control has been difficult for me. Submitting to God is difficult even now mm. because I'm someone that I want to know what's happening next. And I know that some of it goes back to that time where for a period of time, I was just getting, just yeah, touched up and 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 violated. You get what I'm trying mm. to say. Um, so mm. I think a, for me, that's where a lot of my pride comes from. Um, or yeah, yeah, that's, that's I can only talk for myself. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's
4: deep. Bro. I, I, I saying, very
1: deep.
4: And I think also uh, what, what I'm hearing from that and um, from my own experience, the the, the I feel like the counterpart to pride is the vulnerability Mm. that we find it very hard to be vulnerable and we don't want to be put put ourselves in a, in a a vulnerable state. So I try and work on not necessarily not to be so prideful, Mm. but to allow myself to be vulnerable, Mm. to, to allow myself to be hurt. When I'm, when you're looking at it and approaching as a Christian, Jesus laid the most vulnerability down. He should have had the biggest pride, but he became so vulnerable that Uh, he allowed space for love to to be able to be passed and transferred over to me mm-hmm. so that's what I have to be able to do I have to be able to be vulnerable that even when my manhood is challenged you're just challenging it you haven't broken it just because you call mm-hmm. me an idiot doesn't necessarily make me one mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have to know who that I'm not an idiot for then to me be able to address and be like calmly or, or however, or diplomatically to be like, that is why you think that but mm. I know that I, I don't. I, I'm not to those standards that you're you're saying that I am, and that's yeah. my that's where I work on in that place. How I react to what I hear, rather than not wanting to hear it, because mm. it's gonna come. I hear
5: that. Mm. I receive that as well, blood. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um. I think why pride, pride. Um. I'm still. I'm still asking God to help me to know how to be vulnerable. Mm. I think um time and just growing up, I've always put myself across, across or tried to put myself across as a man's man. So that whole toxic masculinity, I hear that 100% and I think getting older, I'm starting to appreciate the value in being vulnerable as a man Um and just allowing yourself to yeah, it's okay to feel hurt, it's okay to feel sad and it's okay to go and talk to someone about that. Yeah. And I, I think I think that whole pride, it definitely stems from um, society and what society presents as this is what a man should be like. And obviously the world's idea of a man is different to what God sees as a man. Mm. Um, the Bible says a broken and contrite heart, God will not despise. So... Justin, can I ask you a good
4: question. If that's yeah,
5: yeah, alright, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think that it's so different in terms of what the Bible says, what does what what mm. the church teach you necessarily different to the world? Because I've, in my quick experience, mm. that my wife found it very difficult to become a wife because the world tells her the way in which to be a woman, but the way mm. in which the world tells her to be, the world tells me to be a man is very similar to what the church was saying. Make sure you got your house, make sure you got the money, and mm. and that was kind of it. So you see, I, I mean, you yeah, Bible, yeah, I hear what you're
5: saying. I guess from from, from my experience mm. um, and the way it's taught to me, or how how I've been taught how I should be as a man, it is mm. it is different. I would say there's similarities in terms yeah. of having certain things in order in place, but I guess the the importance um, or the way certain things are emphasised in the world are different to how things are emphasised in the church. Okay. So, um, it's more so about loving your wife, loving your wife as Christ of the church. That's something that's drummed into me, and being able to um, lead, be a, be a be a leader, be a spiritual leader, all those kind of things. And again, similar similar with what the world says, but I guess the emphasis is is different for me. But yeah, man, that's that's my two pence on that on that priority.
0: My I think I think well, I
1: was gonna say just in like I think the teaching of love is different. You know, mm. what the world sees as love is always going to be different to what we know as Christians. Mm. Um the, the, the love that Christ teaches us to have for our that wives. a sacrificial and, and love. And mm. You get me? It's a sacrificial love. It's, it's one of them ones where it's like, yo, you know, like, when I, I think bowels, blood. Blood, there's no get out clause, clothes, bruv. Like, there's yo. literally nothing. And, it. and it's yes. like... That, Dude, that's that's off, the man. level at which you're gonna that you you should should be willing. Really, think I'm I'm not married in it. Like me and Justin are talking about like commitment and things. Then there's definitely three married men in this conversation. You get me. Definitely a over from me act point. Just letting. Like, <laughs> 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 but what I'm saying, I I think the standard that the the world gives in terms of love is different to what the um what the church does um and the church should never waver from what it has. I think in some cases the church. May have wavered from the truth of what love is in a marriage, uh, a godly marriage. Anyway, but I let the man. I mean, I guess, and this is, I guess,
5: before I'll say this, and you man jump in, but I think as well, culture comes into it as well, culture and tradition comes into what we're told a man is Mm. and how we should be we've been given the very caribbean this is how it goes you understand and even that even that so much it of that doesn't even align with what the word is saying Mm. my
0: question to, to far riding just to kind of on the back of this Is as being a married man, do you feel because how Christ sacrificed himself for the church and how he loved the church? Do you feel sometimes how we love our wives stops us from being vulnerable? So I'll give an example. So sometimes if we want to make sure that bills are paid and all these different types of things are, you know, are cool. If we're in a little bit of a jam and money ain't as right as it is. Do we then go over and do so much where we don't even speak to them about what we're going through? but then we try and run ourselves in the ground to show them this love. Do you get me? Do you think that? Yeah, yeah. I think what, what
3: the world teaches and what we should be living as Christians are two completely different things. Mm. I think the world teaches you to, to constantly cut off and dash away anytime you feel uncomfortable anytime that you don't want to be a part of that whereas you know the, the bible talks about unconditional love
0: mm.
3: or love without conditions love without oh i'm going to love you but only if you get me with that's that's not how you can go into a marriage with and so even talking about this money thing i went back to um uni now so to cut down my hours at work mm. was making just enough money you know to cover the bills in the yard so what i wanted to do I couldn't do it because I didn't have the means. Mm. But I refused to ask my wife for any type of help because um, I just, in, in my mind, a man is there to provide, mm. get me, and look after his family regardless. And so I was making sure that what was needed, what was sought, you get me, mm. um, but in that, it put us in a jam. Mm. And had I just been open um, and like Diego was saying, been vulnerable and say, yo, wifey, um. This is the jam that I'm in. You get me. I wouldn't. Ha- I wouldn't not have had to work an extra job, which was taking time away from friends, from family, from wife, from all of that. You get me.
2: Can I ask a question then for Say ahead. like that situation popped up again. Now. How would you now then act?
3: I'm saying your wifey. We're in a jam help me help me I say that yeah but yeah. Diego will tell you there's times when I need stuff and I, I know that if he's got he will give but the way that I'm set up I just don't like to ask that's pride doing it pride. yeah definitely and I don't like to ask because I've been rejected before mm. there's been times where I've asked Whoa. you know my, my family members to, to help me, you get me, and I don't ask for help, unless I'm in a very sneaky situation, you get me. Mm. And so in asking and not even, you know, being acknowledged, that puts up that barrier and builds up that pridefulness to so not make you be open and honest and ask.
0: And you know what that then well, does as well? That And Alex, I'll come to you in a minute. You know what that then does? That builds up the pride that you have with people who are actually willing to help you out. That's what it does. It um, builds up that wall of people who you um, know thousand percent. If I go to this person, ride out, they're gonna mm-hmm. just, yeah, I got it. Boom, mm-hmm. money. Whether it's I need somewhere to stay, whether it's food, whatever it is, I now can go to this person. But because you've been rejected once, twice, it could be ten times, but sometimes it's yep. just the one time. It's the one time from yeah, the wrong yeah, per- it's the one time from the wrong person. And because that one person's rejected you, you've now got the wall of Jericho around you. stop you to stop you from nah but seriously to stop you from connecting with the people that are actually in a position to help you out and are willing to help you out and you know they're willing and it's just because listen when I was seven or when I was 10 or when I was 13 when I asked my parents to buy this and they said no I'm not gonna ask no one for nothing I'm just gonna build my thing and that's for some people that's their reality. For some people it's when I was at uni and I was struggling and I asked my parents for five pounds and they said I ain't got it this week but I'll give it you next week that's the that's their sense of rejection of I'm not even going to talk to my wife about anything because I need to now be in a position to build myself up. I'm not going to talk to my friends because I still need to be in a position where where I'm like I got it all together. Mm. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. 100 mm. <laughs> but yeah Alex so I just think what are you
2: say? you yeah, got a question Yes,
0: yeah, so you're in a, a similar well not a similar position but you're in a position of you know engaged to be married so do mm-hmm. you feel you're having to work on things of yourself from a prior perspective now so when you get into the marriage it doesn't kind of rear its head or do you feel like you kind of hit a good point and let's see how this marriage thing goes
2: um 100% still working on on it you know what I mean I believe that even because we did counselling as well in it, so we've done we've done a, a a certain amount of counselling, yeah. and that was good. It really did help. It helped, you oh, know. I think the hardest counselling sessions were where we literally just had an argument, and now we've got to go to counselling. So the question there in counselling is, do we bear it all before the counsellor? or pretend like everything's OK. So I would sit back and we both sit back about five minutes. And she just unraveled the whole thing. Christine <laughs> Lady loved it. And, and that taught me a lot about my pride that, mm. you know, pride can often be a family thing sometimes. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying necessarily my family is prideful, but there's made, definitely family members I've been around that operate in pride. So their patterns and behaviors, which I couldn't identify as pride, I've now taken on for myself. And now I'm just now a prideful person mm. in the way I am, in the way I act. And um, I think even when we talk a bit about culture, you know, culture is often shaped by the thinkers and the influencers of society. Mm. That's what culture is shaped by. So the way they think and the way they they influence and whatever they do, we do. Whereas the Bible is completely um, different to that. And learning more about what God says about pride and how he despises the proud. Mm. I'm starting to think, hold on, I don't want to be somebody that God despises. So whatever aspects of my life I need to uproot, I will uproot. Because for me personally, one thing that i have definitely up. Operate, have operated in pride in was when it comes to things like insecurity mm. personal insecurity where it comes to that i have a constant need to want to what well, I, I say have or had but it often sometimes comes up often sometimes sometimes comes up a need to prove myself but that comes back from way back when i never used to think, i've got you know julian's in this chat right now he's my twin Julian is an A star student, and I don't think you'll mind me sharing this. Julian's Julian's an A star student. Do you know what I mean? Julian's like Julian was the creme de la creme of black boys. you know what I mean? They want to if they want to if they want to pick that black boy to be the poster. No, it was gotcha, 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 gotcha. I got to gash. I vouched
4: for that, Alex. I was there at that college. Don't Literally, don't I was
2: there. If it wasn't for his troublesome self he probably would have been maybe potentially school captain of his final school, along with all the other captaincies that he had had throughout primary school and stuff. Mm. But you got to understand, we're twins. So there's forever a point where I'm trying to prove us. He went to the school that was harder to get into. Mm. So I had to dissect this in myself. I'm like, hold on. There's an element of jealousy Mm. or envy that's leading to pride towards my brother. But it's not just towards my brother. It's towards the fact that this person is doing better than me and I can't do what they do. That's a deep, I had to realize for myself, I'm a unique individual Mm. and that helped me bake a break, a bit of my pride because pride often is trying to prove some, well, not often is, but pride sometimes can come across as trying to prove to be something that you're not. So other people perceive you a particular way. Mm. So other people see you a particular way. And for me, I had to stop being seen in a particular way and start to be seen how God authentically wants me to be seen. Mm. And that was what, what, I, what I've done to break pride at times. And when it comes to my relationship, that's what I have to look back. Sometimes I get into some of the dumbest arguments and all sorts of thoughts go through my head. But then I have to take it back to myself and say, well, Alex, what did you do wrong? Mm. What did you do wrong? Is that really touching on the undealt with insecurity in you? Then I go away, I will go for a long walk and then I will come back to the phone and then it's it's a conversation and then I'm acknowledging my wrongs and I'm not bringing
0: her wrongs Mm. up either. And that's the thing. That's the, that's, and there's two things you said there, which is quite key for me in terms of acknowledging where you went wrong first. It's all well and good acknowledging where you went wrong after you've already told her, wow, you did this. And when I did that, you did this. (laughs) And when I was there, you was there. That that don't work because that just caused more arguments, that just caused more stress on your relationship. It's about acknowledging what you did wrong first, but then it's about saying, okay, let's get back together into this thing and let's have a proper conversation about where we both went wrong. Have we both acknowledged where we are? Because if we don't, and we just come in this thing and you're trying to blame me and I'm trying to blame you. Then it's not gonna work. Uh, that's you the the hardest thing know Accountability, that's the word right there. Yeah, yeah one of the me. hardest
2: things, one of the hardest things, and, and and she won't mind me being transparent on this, is that and, she, and we've done a little test. Make sure you I'm man make sure
0: wait, see. hold on, make sure you man got clearance, you know, because uh, when this I've thing calls out it. And if you man ain't got, if you if you man got clearance, and then I'm getting, oh I'm getting, God. I'm getting messages from the wives and that. There's some the, the, secret the, messages. I'm I'm getting
2: getting, a, a, I
0: bet you just.
2: I've got clearance. I know I've got clearance. Um, I will be often the one that says sorry first, and probably the smallest percentage of the time I'll get a, a physical I'm sorry back but that's something that I've learned that okay it may be a pattern of behavior that I don't necessarily like but I'm not going to allow that to to, to ri- allow pride to rise up in me to fight that now is the new thing yeah I'm not looking for that mm. I'm just looking for a real um real reconciliation process reconciliation process that's authentic as well to both of us okay yeah. so I'm not going to get prideful about little Minut, the Minushi of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? And he's bad words, yeah. you okay, know, ma- You okay. that,
0: sounds a like a flavor,
5: you get me, do
0: flavor,
5: That's in Hebrew, I hear I hear that so then
0: My question would then be, let's kind of relate this to church and because I always like to bring stuff back to church because essentially we're, as much as you guys might not see it, we're pioneers in our churches in whatever we're doing. We're pioneers like as much as we might not be there now, a lot of the stuff that we're going to do moving forward will be pioneers of the first to do what we do in our churches, the first to do what we do in our denominations essentially. So I'm just putting that out there, but let's talk about our churches and let's, let's talk about as we're growing up as, as men in churches, do we feel like they give us the support to get into relationships, have God-filled relationships and help us and support us through marriage? That's kind of a fully lonely question, but do you feel like, and this is, and we need honesty, because I'll go first, I'll go first. So you, you me? everyone take a deep breath in that. Uh, <laughs> Everyone be like, ah woo. Uh, I, I got I got I got Zoom Sunday service coming up. Ah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be I'll be honest, like luckily for me, I had my dad and and I'm a granddad, so for me it's a bit different. So I can say church, but Really, see, it comes down to individuals that go to this particular church. It's not so much the church because there's some people in church that I respect because you're my brother or my sister, but we're not having a conversation about wagwan. We're not having no transparent conversation because uh, one, I either don't like how you move in particular with your situation, two, you just come in to talk to me just to talk to me and you don't really care. It's just more so where, oh, brother, here, then how you doing kind of thing. Um. <laughs> Oh, that chat that that was mad. That's an the Beijing That's an the Beijing That's an the I don't know. Uh, yeah, listen. <laughs> uh, chat, chat oh, listen.
5: Coolie boy. That was one the, of them there. Yeah,
0: that, was, that, was the Saint I... and, that was the St. Kitty. That was the St. Kitty. That was the Nevis. That was the Nevis. That was the Nevis. That was the Nevis. Was the <laughs> 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 anyway, we'll cut that part
4: out,
0: we'll cut that part out anyway. So, um, Leave <laughs> that in, <laughs> put it in and all you do is. If we okay,
4: It was
0: okay in here, if we're okay. I'm going to go i get it. it okay. <laughs> 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 <again>. <laughs> <laughs> we got one of our brothers who's from Bahamas. I was just, you know, doing what he does. Mm. Um, but, um, <laughs> so basically, um, now, nah, but what I'm saying is, for me, I wouldn't go to certain people in church just because that I don't is. think they're real, and that's me wow. being, No, that's maybe a hundred. Like, there's certain people that I can go to, my bishop, my dad. There's probably a couple other people I can go to have a frank conversation and be like, "Yo, this is what I'm going." However, there's other people who I'm just like, I don't need to talk to you. No disrespect, but you're not going to be real <laughs> with me. I don't. It's, I don't want to talk to you for you to tell me pray about it or tell me read my Bible. Oh, wow. I need you to talk to me and be like, "Yo, this time last week." me and mine got into this situation. This is how I got out of it. It might not work for you, but I'm just giving you a word of encouragement. And then we can start talking Bible and da da da, da. But if you're not going to be transparent, then the conversation's lost on me already. But well, that's just me
1: anyway. I think a lot of us will have probably the same story really. You know, church is the practical advice of how to maneuver in relationships and marriage. I don't think it's as vast as it should be in terms of enough people. Like my experience from honest, year, I think the only time someone really tried to reach out to me on a on a, on a clergy tip was when I got my son's mum pregnant. That was the first time someone tried to have a proper conversation with me about war gone. And these times, I'm already it's too late. You're the Indian. <laughs> Messing Mas- 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 the- Mas- Mas- up Mas- all the Mas- Indian streets on the way. I said all the Indian streets. I was, I was. What do you mean? I was. in, I was in the de sac, I was. I was. Every, you know what I'm saying? Like. Mas-
5: you
0: get me? Like. I was <laughs> <laughs>
1: already put down that number for the bull deposit. At, at
2: that
5: point. <laughs> 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 that helped the vibe, boy.
1: That's done. You know what? Okay, let me be real. The, the realest person or the person that came with the real came with the worst advice because they were actually doing they were like three, four years down the line on the same thing. You know jumped trying to say. But they were the uh, only ones that were willing to have a conversation with me bro. Uh, <laughs>
0: That's the with the I world
1: imagine, imagine with
5: the, <laughs> that's the
0: realest person <laughs> was the worst advice. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I'm saying in, in the sense of they well, were see, the that's worst a problem, no. to have a conversation. That's, that's, a, problem. that's, that's the problem. a problem. That's a problem. That's a
5: problem. Right there, what you just said, bro. That's a problem. The fact that you have people who are in a position where they can offer sound advice and they are acting it out. But what happens is if they don't say nothing, then you get... The other end where, yeah, they might be being real with you, but at the same time... They're in it at you know, the moment. Just, a, lot yeah. of the, a lot of the yeah, time, man, they're so in it. They're like, oh, yeah, why? yo,
0: listen, that was last week. That
5: could have been that's, me, you <laughs> know? I'd say for me, personally, growing up, there was my generation, and then there's a generation just above my generation. So them guys there, um yeah, like, we would sit down and talk. I remember one time I was checking a girl in college and... Like you know, when you secure the ye girl in college, secure, ye I secured the girl. remember, D1's. like, sorry, J
1: underscore C underscore one nine nine.
2: The
1: source was there from early, bro. Yeah. Oh, I'm secured yeah. now.
5: go, but in my heart to heart, I know, I know that I can't, I can't serve God and be with this girl. I know that, and
0: but oh. it's
5: like. Uh, I'm sitting in church, and I'm having this inner battle, and I thought, you know what? That's that conviction,
0: you uh, who, know. Who, who
5: can I talk to? That's and that
0: inner conviction,
5: bro. Bro, bro. And thank God, he, he, he directed me to someone who I could talk to. And we literally went around the back, and I said, listen, this is the situation. It's fire. Mm. It's fire. I, 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 I don't want to leave you because I'm secured. You know them one. Could have been a passer. He literally mm. I remember, like, he, he listened to me. He did what I was saying. And he said something that shook my core. You understand? He's literally like, think of a field. said, so I imagine that whole field is eternity. And you have to, and one blade of grass signifies your life. He said, all you need to do is hold it down for that one blade of grass. And then you get the whole field. And in my head, I was thinking, you know what? Let me send her the text from now and be like, you know what, babes? It's done. You know, it's done. Nah, that's so cold. In my head, I was just like, you know White what? Text, that, that that penetrated me and i was thinking you know what i'm lucky that i had man around who i could go to and be that real with and they will come with the the wisdom the, the nuggets man it helped so
1: and, and that's well, the thing that for, for me i think apart from my dad like i'm talking about i'm talking, I'm talking about people in church yeah mm. i don't think i had no i don't think i had no one growing up really that I could have had that conversation with, because at the end of the day, us men were dealing with things from early. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like we're on, we're, we're struggling with certain things from early. Like oh, yes. I have no one I could speak to. Bro. Mm. Like, <laughs> Shut up, <bro>. <laughs> No <laughs> judgment. We're in, a, we're,
0: in a, we're in a room of no judgment. I mean, I no judgment, <laughs> From early, boy.
1: From early.
5: early you know what period. I mean? But
1: I, I don't think I don't. And you know what? Tell the lie yeah. Even in the church that I grew up in, with like the people that were in the age group above me. They, they they weren't struggling they they had, they didn't have my
5: struggle blood. Did you think that because they never told you that they that 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 it was the case? One,
1: was I would say one person came to me and was and tried to be real, but their that it wasn't real. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It was still surfaced, you know what I'm trying to say? They never really took the time to understand where I was and the plight that I was going towards, bro. Do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah. Like I'll never forget the fact that I was about to join a uni, bro. One of the brothers from my church went to the same uni and didn't give me no advice, bruv, about that uni. And that uni was sin, blood. do you know what I'm trying to say? No one told me, do not go to the ACS, bruv. No, no one yeah, told the, me that, bro. brother, the ACS? blood. no, my biggest advice to any young man, <laughs> do not oh, go oh to the, the ACS,
4: A-C-S bruv. <laughs> Sorry, I walked down the street one time and I saw Julius <laughs> standing on the wall singing. <laughs> <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> I won an ACS party is this silly Oh blogs. Bam
2: Bam. it on the
1: wall. But like I'm I'm bossing joking, I'm bossing I'm I'm making it light height, but I don't feel like people gave me the real Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like just did to, to hear that yeah. story from me. And you would have been what or 17, 17, yeah, whatnot. 17, 18. That's 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 great advice in the moment, and you felt mm. and God directed you to the right person, and obviously from then you knew that person was the one you could probably go to. But
5: this is the thing, you know. I, I do think I do think that the church makes a lot of things taboo as well. But so, I think that's culture
4: as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there's
5: certain things that like man didn't hear porn mentioned and all that. Like you have to go and literally bring it off. I or or, or, I had or to it's, experience it it's, first. It's, 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 either, it's either you bring it or or you get caught. One of them ones that then it gets spoke about. So <laughs> why said, or you, get caught, like, you get caught? Them you get caught or you bring it up. That's where the, that's where there's no in between. Like, and I guess I guess for me, um, and I, and I think this is something which um, is becoming a thing more now. Is that we're trying to create a, a form in church where the young people feel like they can talk about anything. And they can come forward with these things because for you, Julian, when you're saying about how why a man came to you after you've already got the girlfriend, it's too late, bro. It's just it's literally too late. right <laughs> like, yo, a bank
1: account. You it from it's her. too late every month, bro. <laughs> I'll
0: tell you that, bro. So bam, bam, and far right. Because obviously, if I remember correctly, you guys didn't grow up in church like that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So you've gone from not growing up in church and then coming into church and having people not be real kind of thing. Um,
4: it was weird. It was real weird because obviously mm. when you, not, I don't want to say like the roads like that, but when you've come yeah. from like the streets and that, there's, there's, a, there's a whole code of keeping it real. Mm. And whether people mm. abide by that code or not, in that same sense you understand why on the road, someone's going to lie to you because mm. they, they saw something, they were jealous and da 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 So when you're coming to church and they're saying, you know, God loves an honest man and, you know, just just give it all to God. So, you know, when we were first going to church, we was like, yo, pastor, there's this team pressed last night, she's good, but I'm here now. Like, it's the, <laughs> it's the real conversations because mm. I was told I can come to church, come as I am. And just be real. And I have yeah, get me and have that conversation back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, like my pastor, was, my mm-hmm. pastor was right or that you get me. So, but again, I think it's more of a generation and a cultural thing. So mm-hmm. he was taken aback mm-hmm. by the things that we were saying, but mm-hmm. he was always like, "Okay, this is what we can do," or he it, would always be like, "Okay," because we were like, "Oh, the Bible study is not hitting for the young people." He's like, mm. okay, we'll do a youth Bible study then. So mm. he was yeah. always unpractical. So I, when I'm saying the next thing, mm. I don't want it to make it seem like he's not doing nothing. Yet. No, he's un- mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he was definitely job. Under- but again, because I didn't grow up in church, I didn't have that relationship with anybody to ask ask those questions. Yeah. Mm. No one to talk to apart from my team that I came in with.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, we, yeah. Were
4: all, and we were all in the same position. But that's why I'm thankful for the relationship that I have with God because mm, I couldn't wow. have done counseling blood because the way that I see no the way that people perceived me and the person I actually was to like my, my partner are two different things you get me mm, like wow. some people will see me as quiet and timid but you don't know I'll run my mouth when I'm ready to you know Mm, and I will tell you praise. that. Is, uh, so, the, way, but... yeah, me. So, giving me the the, um, the suggestions of just, you know, when you and your wife argue, go and pray. What are you talking about? I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'll well, pray by myself when I've left the house. That's when I'll do it. Like, mm. God, I'm, I'm being honest, I'm not thinking about God in That's that real. Place. So, yeah. what God done to me, and, and you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the way that God speaks to me because I can hear God speaking to me. I can mm. hear Him talking. He will send me to scriptures. And I remember. I was like, God, no one can't cancel me. I'm not going to listen because they're, like, their marriage is dead to me as well. So oh. I'm not listening to their thing. But you're oh. the author of marriage. And he told me to go and look at every marriage every relationship in the bible and look mm-hmm. at the pros and the cons from adam and eve to sarah and, and abraham and to go through that sarah called him lord and god said something to abraham but sarah said to do the opposite thing mm-hmm. and he went and done the opposite thing and now we're in this mess so that mm-hmm. taught me about being yeah me listening to god first and then you got boaz mm-hmm. and you know i'm going through and then you finally get to oh um and you are now the bride of christ okay mm-hmm. So I know the position as, as a husband, mm. but I also understand that I'm also a bride that has to listen and wow. still. You get me? That even as a, in the husband place, I can still learn. You get know me? Mm. I mean? The same way that I treat my wife is the same way that God will treat me. So mm. if my wife makes mm. error and mistake, I have to be in the position of God. In you terms have to have that same grace. That, that same grace, grace that God's got for me. So mm. because mm. I know the grace that God has got for me, the level of grace I then show my wife has to kind of double because I'm like, yo, I can't even be in a position to, to get mad like that because God didn't even get mad with me like that. So let me blah you. And yeah. you know, but again, that takes time. And I only mm. could do that for the person I am with God saying, do this. Mm. Mm. Because I, I, don't, I don't trust people like that. You get me? Mm. Mm. I, I need to see the fruit of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord. Let me, let me,
0: sorry, before, let you me to, before, you know, to, before you go oh, to Israel, far right Farai.
3: Yeah, I think at church they, they, they teach you about, you know, that you should get married and that you should be, you know, equally yoked. And at the end of it, then that's that. Mm. You get me? There's, there's no follow through, really. And if there's counseling, it's not really advertised, so to speak. You get me? Me and my wife went to um, counseling. We had one session. Session was trash. Didn't help at all. Made me feel worse. What? Said I'm not doing this again. Oh, yeah. Because we went in there for counselling, for help, you get me, yeah. but then somehow we got turned out, got turned around about how Tafari feels this and, you know, is that and blah, blah, blah. I said, big man, that's not the case, but whatever, I can't keep, it. and that, that's what it was, you know, I couldn't keep it 100 with my man, that's just simple as it, as it was, you mm. get me, so, um, in being in church and seeing those married couples, we, even though we were asking, we weren't getting the real, mm. and it was yeah. like, oh, how's marriage? Oh, it's really good, you know. It's really good, you know. Um, all those things—it's it's dandelion and 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 sunshine. You get me? But when man was, you know, coming into this thing, it was like you are a liar, big man. You understand? So man was learning on the job, and mm-hmm. uh, man was learning with each other. So boom, Esther got married. Cool. Man can go to him and ask him certain ones and twos. Diego got married. Man can ask him certain ones and twos. Philly got married, man, asking ones and twos. Mm. But then also, like Diego was saying, it's about hearing uh, God's voice. You get me? And thank God I know what his voice sounds like. And it's not mm. audible. You get me? Um, And it might be for some, but it's not for me. Mm. And so uh, I'm a dreamer. So God will show me dreams about things that I need to work on, yeah. um, things that are hindering our growth, people who I needed to speak to about what specific thing, and all those things. So no, church didn't really tell me anything about marriage other than we should be equally yoked. But even then, <laughs> yoked and we're still in problems sometime. You understand? Mm, yeah. You see on that's that really counselling tip though,
2: yeah, because this, right. this is the question that I have because bear man, like, there's the counselling where you have it with your pastors in it. So then that's the first opportunity you get to be real with them and you don't know if they're ready for the real and then you give them the real then they look at you a completely different <laughs> way. Part of the reason why I never did that I never worked with with the pastors in my church. Mm. I did external counseling. I guess my question is, what would it then take you guys to get,
3: if needed, any external counsel outside of your collective? If that person kept it 100, if I knew that you were slapping up your wife and coming to me talking about, oh, you know, me, me and my wife are never in any problem. You haven't kept it 100. You understand, mm. and, and Diego will know when, when I talk, man, man, talk. Mm. You understand, and this yeah, this yeah. The, the space is safe, yeah. So, man could talk about anything and everything, and then man will hold me accountable mm. and say, Boom, um, I hear what you're saying, but nah, you're wrong. Or, you get me, yeah, actually, you were in the right, but get me, get me to think about it from a different perspective. But now, if he's not keeping 100 with me, and he's telling me. That his thing is all dandelion and, 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 and butterflies, and I know that it's not that blood, then it's dead. Mm. It can't run. Right? I, can't, I can't confide in you and give you my truth, and you're not willing to reciprocate that, in, that, that same energy.
4: Wow. It's, it's magic. <laughs> we, it we went to
3: a conference, it. blood, and this geezer could not say, wet dream. It, friend. How Allow can it. we have a conversation about anything, blood? Mm. You can't have a conversation. You can't say what dream, big man, and you've got a son. Get out of town.
1: Mm. <laughs> no, I was just gonna. I was gonna say, bam, what you said about just going through the Bible and doing the pros and cons team with everything. I've never heard that before, bro. Never heard yeah. that before. But yeah. but 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 big man, I think that's sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think it's 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 going through the before to, to to get to the. The culmination of what God's perfect image of marriage is, do you get me? So, boom, oh, mm. Bible plan, family. What do you mean?
3: You, yeah, you bro. And it's about and it's, it's about what, what what is God saying? You get me? Because yeah. you can want mm. you want what you want in that relationship, and you know what you want out of it, and how you think it should mm. look. You get me? How you think you should do with stuff? But if that doesn't match up with the Bible, it's dead. You wow. get me? People go into marriage with conditions and say, "Oh, well, my get-out clause is divorce if you do this." You should be going into that marriage thinking, "Yo, I'm gonna bump, we're gonna bump heads. There's gonna be days where I'm not gonna like this person, and, and they might not they might not like me. However, mm. I love this person enough to stay and work through it for as long as possible." Mm. Yeah, and
1: and I think that's marriage. for me that was, that was for me the hardest thing, bro. Like, not hardest thing. I'm not married anything, but I'm thinking in terms of like marriage. It's it. There's no get out clause, with and I feel
3: like... Only death, blood, and we don't even want that to happen. Trust me. Do I'm you know what I'm going to say? like,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now, man. But, but, <laughs>
1: but this is the thing, and, and I'm like, people, I think people, a lot of people get into marriage not realising what they're doing and what they're saying in the vows, bruv. Like, it, it's it's without condition, bruv. Like, that's it. You get me? Like, that's it. Um And... Like far, I said, like, you know, I'm, I'm in a relationship for whatnot, but I'm not in a marriage yet. But, like, yo, there's days where, like, I remember one of the first times me and my, my girlfriend at the moment had an argument, bruv. And bearing in mind, we were, I think our honeymoon phase went for a time, bruv. And they were the first argument. And I was like, it, it, it matched me because I was like, oh, I started doubting straight away, like, oh, is this even the right one, Because We shouldn't okay. be seeing, we shouldn't be butting heads like this. But then I was like, bro, that's stupid, fam. we two worlds yeah. coming together. Do so I'm trying to say, learning about each other. Of course, there's gonna be friction, and I think that rosy image of marriage that is portrayed in the church a lot of the time. Like, I don't know bro. how many. People, I don't think people give the real. Fam, not you really know. Bro. But what, what what I'm happy about is the fact that there's men like you, man. bruv. Every man that I know that's my age that is married is not not afraid to give the real, and that's not a, in a disrespect to your partner or your, sorry, to your wife. But it's the it's, it's the respect of the actual covenant of marriage that yo it is not always gonna be easy. <laughs> There's peaks and troughs, but I made a vow, you know, that for better, for worse, and I hold on to that. And I appreciate everyone in this chat that has that's doing it with, like real talk and keeping it real. Yeah.
0: You know what the craziest thing is? I think we're gonna have to end it there, you know, because we've been talking for time, for Sorry. time, <laughs> and. <laughs> So we're gonna to have to revisit this part yes. three, part three. Bro. We're gonna to have to revisit this at some point in time Um because we didn't even touch on loss, we didn't touch on struggle. Why, losty?
5: That is all combo, bro. We didn't, even, Tug t-
0: Tug. we didn't even touch on that. So that, um- <laughs> <boy>. that-,
5: <laughs> that corn dog, boy, that red tube. You understand?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. We even t- even <laughs> touched on that and that and, and the thing is the thing is the, cra- do the craziest thing is as well. Like I know the audience of people that I have is people who are gonna need to hear that discussion and need to hear how how they can get out of that or how they can yeah. start to overcome that. But that might have to be a whole separate conversation that yeah. we have to come back yeah. and yeah. have. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. So yeah. the reason why I kind of got you guys is cuz I know you'll keep it real and you'll just be keeping it 100 in terms of what we're talking about but the the main thing is is coming back to to biblical principle in terms of what we're trying to achieve with having these conversations. We all know that we're, as I said, we're going to be pioneers in, in, in whatever we choose to go into, whatever our fields are, but we're also going to be, mm. we're going to be pillars for our community as well. Um, so there's going to be a lot of people who look up to us that are in the Christian community, a lot of people that look up with that in the community that we live in, a lot of people that just look up to us as we're black men trying to do something that's seen as positive, but we know, we know it's, it's God, it's God led. So, I want to thank you guys for tonight. It's been great. I hope that for this, this has been beneficial to someone in terms of like understanding marriage, understanding the principles of marriage. And I hope part one when we were talking about Black Lives Matter and how we as Christian black men should be moving and, and what we're trying to do and how we should be pushing forward. And I hope this sparks conversation, not only just on this kind of platform, but beyond this with, with with people who are trying to push, trying to push the motive of Christ, trying to trying to do kingdom advancement. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, man. So thank you guys. I appreciate you guys wholeheartedly. Um, and yeah, we will have to do we have to do part three. So this has been the end of conversation with H, the panel. Shout out to Alex, shout out to Bam, aka Kieran, shout out to Justin, shout out to Julian, shout out to Tafari. We thank you guys and we'll be back with more content very, very soon.